Hello, this is Father Mike Walker of Father Mike's Podcast and Father Mike's Bible Study Podcast, the pastor of St. James Catholic Church in McMinnville, Oregon. If you would like more information about the parish or the podcast, please feel free to email me at frmikewalker at gmail.com. And now, today's podcast. So Luke, recounting the ascension of the Lord, he draws this picture, and it's so easy to imagine that the disciples are there, they're with Jesus, and then all of a sudden he ascends up into heaven, up to his former glory. He kind of leaves up, disappearing into the clouds, and the disciples are all looking up into the sky, and these two angels are next to them saying, Men of Galilee, why are you standing there looking into the clouds? The Lord is going to come back just in the same way that he came. You know, and so just the same way he left. And so in other words, they're, they're watching him go and the angel is saying, you know, why are you looking up in the clouds? Well, I can't help but get this image in my head because one time I was with a friend of mine and we were in Missouri where he was from and I noticed that many people there looked like they were just in a strange sense of looking into the clouds. And so finally I said, Reynold, why are, why are these people, like so many people are just kind of like staring off into space around here? It's like, I've never seen that before. And he goes, oh, you mean this? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's it. And uh, he goes, yeah. He goes, when, when I was a kid, my uncle used to do that. Basically, he just used to drop his mouth and just leave it open when he was just kind of on a pause. And he goes, now, I made a conscious decision that when I grow up, I'm going to keep my mouth closed so I don't look like that. But anyway, I can't help but get that picture in my mind. Like the disciples are looking up into heaven, their mouths are dropped, and they're just kind of like in a blank stare. And this angel is looking at them saying, why are you guys looking up into the clouds? And of course, the meaning behind that is that, okay, guys, the show's over. It's time to get to work. There are things you need to be doing, and staring up into the clouds for the rest of eternity is not it. When the time comes, Jesus will come back. And when he comes back, he's going to fulfill all the rest of those promises, getting rid of evil, sin, death, restoring the world and the new heavens and the new earth. But in the meantime, you all have a job, and so get to it. And then you will be strengthened by the Holy Spirit, and you will have the tools you need. So... This is a great lesson for life because I think we as Catholics and as Christians can make a bit of a mistake. We hear something like the ascension and we think, oh, Jesus is going up there to heaven and now he's gone, right? It's almost, there was this this philosophical uh, popular thing that happened in the 1600s and the 1700s called deism. And this particular philosophy said that God just kind of wound up the world and then set it in motion and then became distant and he has nothing to do with it anymore. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of people have this perspective as if God is a deistic God, but he's not. We know that through revelation. We know that through our experience. We know that through the teachings of the church and the Bible, uh, that God is not just winding up the world and setting it loose and then we're on our own. When Jesus goes to be with the Father in all of his glory, he will be sending his spirit, but in no way is he going to be distant from us. In no way is he going to be removed from us or outside of our experience. In our day-to-day lives, we will constantly and consistently need his help, need his love, 
and need his presence in our lives. And so we have to live according to that particular perspective. Uh, This week I was also reading, it was talking about the number of pastors and and their perspective, their worldview. And it was talking about uh, different Christians in general. And it was saying that many people don't really have a biblical worldview. You know, they don't have a real Christian worldview. That what has happened is because the American culture is so strong and oppressive and so present 24-7 with social media and with news and with, and with just the, the, constant, uh, the constant reminders of all things that are American culture that we can tend to think over time that, well, wait a minute, do we have a different perspective? Is there something as Christians that we are supposed to live by? And the answer to that is, yes, we do. We, as Christians and as Catholics, are supposed to be rooted in the truth of the gospel. And so that means that's our source, our source for all things. That's the source of our perspective about how the world works. It's our source about who we are and where we get our identity. It's our source on how we treat others, what's right, what's wrong, what's good, what's evil. And this is also our source that tells us that there is a specific meaning and purpose in this life, and there is a certain end game. That ultimately, we are living in this world in a way that we want to reflect how we will live with God forever in heaven. And so we root ourselves in this truth. And the second thing we do is we be the light to the world so that we can be the light shining in darkness and help others to understand that there is a different perspective that they can live by that will bring them the peace and the understanding that they need in their own lives. So like many of you, uh, I heard the news about the shootings in Texas, and it seems like we've had a string of these, which tends to happen. You get those copycat kind of crimes. And uh, initial reaction, of course, sadness, frustration, anger, uh, just Overall, anger, I think, was, was probably stronger than anything because uh, it's just so infuriating that evil like this exists in the world and something as innocent as these children uh, could have been victims in the way that they were and their, their poor parents that have to deal with this all for such a worthless and meaningless act and an evil act. Well, of course, how do we respond to this as Christians? Now, if we did not have our faith, if we weren't Christian, we would just say, well, that's just the way the world is. There's just all this evil out there and things happen and, well, you just got to grin and bear it and move on. But that's not who we are as Christians. We understand a different perspective. So in our perspective, we understand that ultimately evil does not win. It might seem that they have their little victories in these sorts of battles, but we know that in the end, God's justice prevails. And God will make right even these horrendous tragedies that we can experience or see or witness in this life. The other thing it does, though, is it reminds us that if we are to be light to the nations, then we need to be about the solution to these sorts of things. And unfortunately, it seems that anytime anything like this happens, you just got the instant uh, uh, political infighting that happens, and people aren't really so interested in solutions. They're more interested, I think, into winning so that they can get more votes in the future. But we can be different than that. Really what I would love to see happen is that they put everything out there on the table. They, they look at the data. Uh, they take what works and what doesn't work. And they make decisions based on good information, on reasonable decisions. And they do everything they can to prevent 
these sort of things in the future. Well, that may or may not happen. But I think another thing we can do is be people who actively affirm the value of every human life. That if we had that, then that would be something that we could really encourage in the lives of others uh, to try to prevent these sort of things by reaffirming what is truly good and what is truly right. Uh, there are many other things, of course, and uh, it, it's kind of pointless to talk about all the different ways that we could be that light of Christ in the world. Uh, but I think we are called to do that because if all we are doing is getting angry and frustrated and then moving on with our lives, we're kind of missing the point. There are little things we can do in this life to try to reaffirm the value of the lives of others. Whether that's the unborn or the elderly or children or teenagers or adults, uh, that all people in the, in the full spectrum of God's gift of life, uh, that we can do what we can to preserve that and to affirm that and to lift that up as being such a sacred gift that we've all been entrusted with in so many ways. We can apply this actually to any type of tragedy. First of all, to root ourselves in the truth that evil never wins, that God is just, and ultimately he will effect his justice in the world. And then we do our part so we can be part of the solution. We can be part of that godly solution to bring the world the healing, the joy, and the peace that only God can give. So as we celebrate the ascension, we might want to keep a few of those things in mind. And I think the first one is that um, our faith is not just about staring up into the sky and waiting for something to happen. It really is about us being rooted in the gospel, and it's also being the light of Christ to the world, knowing that in the fullness of time, Jesus will come back, and he will complete his plan. But this blessing of life that we have is something that we can offer to others. And so as we continue through this week, we can pray for the victims, we can pray for all those who are suffering from any kind of tragedy. But once again, we do realize that God does not leave us orphans. Next week, we'll be receiving uh, in the gift of Pentecost those gifts of the Spirit to assist us. But we do know that we are his children, and he will give us what we need so we can move forward as people of faith. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. May God bless you and be with you as you live out your faith and serve the Lord this week.